best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruel Tea Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me, as always, is Willow. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Fair to Midland? What? Yeah. Oh, yep. Sorry. <laughs> it's my old time. I'm full of old timey sayings. Can you can you sound that out for me? Fair yeah. to Midland. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, like a right. fair? Like you pay a fair? No, to... like fair. Like I'm fair. Like fair is in the middle. To Midland? To Midland. Mm-hmm. So to the middle. It's just like I'm good. I'm okay. That's what it means. Fair oh. to Midland. Wow. Okay. It's Irish. Yeah, it sounded like it. Like, well, you know, I'll say, like, Katie, bar the door. Mm. Yeah. That means troubles are coming. Katie, Katie, bar the door. That's what it means. (laughs) I don't know. I love how whenever you do that accent, it looks like you're trying to hold back. You have to. It's yelling and holding back. Yeah, it's yelling with resistance. It is yelling with resistance. It's exactly what an Irish accent is. Yeah. Whee, for the love of Mike. Whee, shush, whee, shush, whee. <laughs> yep, that's what I do for fun. Make stupid voices. That's and pleasant. A leprechaun. So you know what a shillelagh is, yeah? No. It's a knobby stick. Like a walking stick. Oh. It's a shillelagh. <laughs> yeah, but I'm full of all kinds of old-timey sayings, like, ask me what's for dinner tomorrow. Do it. So what's for dinner tomorrow, Lily? Bread and to it. What? What the fuck's to it? Because we know yeah, what bread yeah. is. Porridge. Some kind of porridge. I mean, shut the fuck up, children. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Bread and to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of those. So people never know what the fuck I'm saying. I've shoved them down over the years, but they bubble up. They bubble up. Oh, it's adorable and I love it. Is it? Yeah. Is it just corny? Fell off a turnip truck. I don't know. I don't know anything about today's case, Willow. Oh, today's case is... I don't even know who you're doing it over. Oh, yeah? I didn't even fucking ask. Cool. Um, (laughs) Because, like, at the the beginning of the month, we kind of, like, threw threw cannibals at each other. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Take this cannibal. (laughs) We just, like, kind of blanket scavenged for all these different cases and kind of threw, like, just... I tried ideas to pick at each ones, other. yeah, that weren't, like, done 400,000 times. I really wanted to, like, at the end of this month, just read off my list of... Cannibals? Like, cannibals. Yo, it's... <laughs> that I had to choose from. We had there was, several years of cannibals. There was so many cannibal cases. So I, I had no idea. I thought it was rare. Yeah, me too, and it's not. They're, no. And they're, like, crazy cannibal killers, like... This is fucking nuts. People are crazy. People are fucked up. And I think that we could do a Cannibal Killers November, like... The next decade. <laughs> bare minimum. And that's yeah. just the fun stories. That we'll be old. Yeah. And like, whoa, here's another cannibal. <laughs> Good yeah. gravy. No, it's a... Uh, it's a bit of a problem. Apparently. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't... I, uh, I just... I guess since humans have been around, we've been eating each other. Well, here's okay. 
gross. I want to get it. I want to ask you this question before we get into this case. Okay, what's up? Because I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't want to judge. Right. But I think I'm just gonna on this one. What about cannibalism sexy? This one was not a sexual thing. Oh, thank God. Yeah. This, But this was a woman. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I I don't I I want to know why I I, I want to know why I I honestly have never stumbled across a female cannibal killer that was sexual about eating and cannibalizing the corpses. I'm gonna look into it, um, but I think I but can, it's I think majority of them have been men that well, you turn it into sure, a sexual thing. It's a sadosexual thing, but I want to know what's sexy about it. I think that. Now, this is meaning typically and in cultures. Um, Because it's taboo. Well, I think that men are are told that they have to be this, like, dominating sexual, like, man figure. I I will agree with that, sort of, like, especially in the case of the last one of the Andre Chikatilo and his non-working penis. Right, right. But that's that's not, no, no. What I want to know is what wiring in the brain right. gets fucked up to where you're like, you know what sexy beating people is so hot. It gives me the biggest boner in all the right. land. Right. Because I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. I know that this may make people mad, but you know what? It, I've got a file for right. all the complaints and it's called the delete folder. You can send them. I'm just not going to care because I know that the, the part of the brain that like recognizes genitals and is like, yes, sometimes confuses feet for genitals and that's why you get foot fetishes Hmm. that's the thing i didn't make it up well someone once told me and i never actually looked it up i just remembered it but um someone once told me that the area or area adjacent to the area of the brain that is kind of like lit up or active during like sexual arousal is also lit up and active while eating like satiating yourself both with food and... I'm going to need to look that shit up because I can mm-hmm. see how them wires could get mm-hmm. crossed. Mm-hmm. And again, me and Willow are not professionals. We're no, not psychologists. No, no, And on this case, I do have a lot of theories that I also want to back up and just say I am not, obviously. Mm-hmm. I am not a clinical mm-hmm. psychologist. Nope. I'm not a doctor. I'm not licensed. I shouldn't diagnose anything. I'm literally anything. just some person in a meat sack trying to figure out their own meat sack and maybe a few other people's you know as we go along i don't know just, anything i just remember question. i told you this is no nothing november i don't know anything right and i don't want to i'm a genius trapped in an idiot and i don't i don't i just like to speculate to, yeah. i like i like to i like to think out loud i like to kind of like i don't know i feel maternal towards people sometimes i'm like i just want to figure you out and Figure out Ooh. why you acted the way you did. Perhaps you that's terrible. a toxic treat. I know. You don't want to mother none of that shit. No, I don't I don't necessarily want to mother them. Gosh, I'm just saying I wish that, I like, could feel maternal. Like, I know I just, people think I'm maternal often. Yeah. But am I? I think I'm just a mom right now and in, in yeah, baby you're, you're mode that I think yeah, about I think about everything. things through that lens that's right fair. now. But mm-hmm. um I just think it's like almost like, you know, well my tummy hurts. Well, what did you eat? That made you that way. Well, you know? go poop and then talk to me. Yeah, it's like, uh-huh. well, I killed someone, Ma. Well, what made you do that? Huh? Were you hangry? Yeah. <laughs> and in this case, man, I really felt for this woman. And this is why I did this case. There's actually several reasons why I did this case. But it's 
only, I don't, I don't want to say only, but it's uh, compared to the rest of the cases I had to choose from, it's only one victim. Um, but that being said, she had an interesting life and I really want to talk about her and the issues around the life that she lived. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, before we go any further, I'm going to take care of business real fast. Okay. Just real fast. Mm-hmm. Super fast. <laughs> okay. Like maybe a minute. What's up? Work on it. I don't know what, what... I don't even know idea what I'm yeah. talking about. No, um... Yeah. In case this is the first time you've tuned in. Oh, hi. <laughs> nice Hello. to meet you. Yeah. Uh, we like to talk about true crime, but not just true crime. We like to talk about spooky stuff, too, like the paranormal, the supernatural, UFOs, Mothman, Big Hairy Hand. We're still on the Big Hairy Hand, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. For people who are like, what the fuck are you talking about, Big Hairy Hand? There's cryptids, supposedly, that are just a giant disembodied floating hand that fly out of the woods and try and grab your car. I don't know. I want to do an episode about it. But not here. No. On our Patreon. Willow, our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear us talk about more than just true crime, but also like spooky stuff and weird stuff and things we just think are really super interesting then go over to our Patreon. There are no ads there. And it's less than a Starbucks coffee. Well, a fancy one. I think you can get a pretty cheap just cup of coffee at Starbucks. I'm talking about like the Frappuccino or whatever. Oh, no, I won't. Coffee milkshake. Coffee milkshake. Mm -hmm. I don't drink those anymore. Mostly because Starbucks is an hour and a half away. Yeah, I was about to say, we don't have that here. No. But my husband worked there Mm -hmm. briefly to like help pay for his top surgery. Uh, they provide really good insurance for that. And it was actually like the only place in the state he could work for that kind of insurance. And so I would, he doesn't drive because he's visually impaired. And so I drove, you know, six hours a day. Three there and back and then three there and back to do it. So I don't have the Starbucks. And that's a tangent. I went on and I'm done. Let's Let's hear about your case, Willow. I don't even know who it's about. It's a lady. Yes. I deduced that like a detective. Yeah. 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 Well, because I told you. (laughs) Well, you said a lady, and I went, (laughs) It's a lady. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes, this is the case of um, um, Omina Nelson. Sorry, it's not a name that I'm used to, so it's really hard for me to say out loud, but I read it all the time now. Um, But Omina Nelson was this beautiful woman. We'll post photos later, but she was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, still is, actually. She's 53 right now. So. Oh my god, she's practically a corpse. No, I'm just saying she's she's young. She's beautiful. Like, she's I'm being gorgeous. A shit. I'm just being a shit. Um, but she was nicknamed the Thanksgiving Butcher. Well, I like that. It's yeah. on theme. Exactly. Another reason why I chose her. Um, now, very... Very little is known about her upbringing. Um, Literally, it just says that she was born in 1968 in Cairo. I really had to dig on her upbringing. In Egypt, I'm going to take it. Yes. There's a couple Cairos in the United States. Oh, I didn't know that. No, no. Egypt. Cairo, Egypt. Um, Cool. I like Egypt. But, yeah, I, I went down kind of a rabbit hole just about the area that she grew up in and and 
the issues over there. Because, again, we're American. Um, we yeah. do not get to understand or know the world. Like, we really don't. Um, that's not taught to us. and so Especially not in Ar- Arkansas. No. And yeah. so world issues are kind of baffling whenever I learn about them. And a lot of times the news is so desensitizing that I don't actually understand what's going well, on. Well, and we're also getting it through a Western filter, through our Western mm-hmm. media, and after 9-11, anything that comes out of the Middle East is got, you know, it's got a horrible tint and slant on it yep. because of that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, racism, mm-hmm. just saying. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it's com- needless to say, they've got their issues just like we've got ours. Right. And it's complicated, I'm right. sure. No, their issues are, um, so, some of their issues are really, really severe. And... So she was born in 1968, so that makes her at about 20, early 20s in the early 90s. So she saw a lot of progression, basically, in that time period. And that led to today's, I mean, there's so much restraint on women and children. Yeah, women's rights are not good. It's not, it's not good over there. And so there's a lot of resistance right now, especially with... Um, like what's happening in Syria and all of that and refugees and all of this, like I'll get into it in a second, yeah, it's but complicated, like I it, said. it is complicated. And for a poor abused child living in squalor, like it was really hard for her. And so I just, I understand her character development, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, again, like her maiden name is not mentioned anywhere on the Google, on the Google, on the internet, on Google. But her parents aren't mentioned. You know the exact place, nothing, nothing. Um, but what we do know is that she was started. She started getting abused at a very, very, very young age by her father, uh, both physically and sexually, and. At the age of seven, she had an extremely traumatizing event. Um, she had to just like apparently over ninety seven percent of women, especially lower class women in Egypt alone, uh, go through female genital mutilation. Yeah. And so I do want to talk a little bit about that just because it is something to raise awareness about. It is something very severe that most women go through and i'm saying most women of all of northern africa go through this that is correct this is a large this is a terrible thing now and i don't want to go too far into it because i really want to keep on track with the story but you have to understand at the age of seven after already being sexually and physically abused by her father prior to this she underwent the worst type of female genital mutilation possible now, the first type, and I don't want to go through all of, like, the the actual definitions in the word and, like, the terms that they're called, but, because it's just a lot. Well, we might want to explain it for people who don't even but know what it is. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm just going to do it in my own layman's terms instead of reading it off Wikipedia, because, yeah. girl, and we, got, we ain't got time for that. But the thing is, is there's three different types. There's type one that some people would call a circumcision or... Um, even if you were to do it in the hospital, it'd be more like a labiaplasty where they literally just cut off the labia. Um, but most of the time they're more 
targeting the actual clitoris. And so they either cut off the clitoris and the hood or go in and take out the entire clitoris. And Jesus this, Christ. This is stage one. No, oh, it gets worse. It, there's three stages, and it only gets worse from there. That's, That's if the girl is lucky. If the girl is lucky, she will have this done in a clinical environment in a hospital. I think something less than 20% of women actually get it in a hospital. We are talking slums. We are talking razor blades and rusty knives. These women are getting mutilated by other women in their community. She was at the age of seven. And some of her village aunties came and held her down. And... She had a stage three, which is they cut everything off, they cut everything out, and then they sew it back up to where the the entire vagina grows in on itself, and all you have left is a maybe two millimeter hole for you to pee out of. I don't get it. That is done in an extremely, not even, I mean, sterile, that's laughable, in a dirt floor, village hut. Yeah, I'm not into it. With rusty knives. Nah, Think about the infection. Bad. Think about the horror that that seven-year-old oh, child painful. went through. It's Think about how painful. Down there. You don't yeah. say. And, I mean, that is just, like, I'm shaking thinking about the horrific event that that seven-year-old girl had to go through. And I'm sure there's some sort of religious justification for it's doing all, that. And it's all religious. And yeah, that's, why, that's why it's still really hard for them to this day to get even women to not um Do it. Yeah. to not to not be in support of this. Well, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty anti-circumcising uh, male babies Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh <clears throat> I just don't but this I don't want to get too like political about it or anything and people get mad right. because it's religious, but if your religion is about mutilating the genitals of babies, I'm not into it. I'm just saying. If your religion crosses the boundaries of your own physical autonomy, Autonomy, yes. Then it's, it's wrong. It. That part, that it. part yeah. of your religion is wrong. Yeah. That's it. That's that's across the board. If you're hurting somebody, it's wrong. Doesn't matter what religion you're. I in. agree with you on that. You know, and and I'm talking about this one seven year old. It's millions. I know. It's millions. It makes me real sick. It's it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. And the fact that they they get these these terrible procedures done, and then. They get raped again and again afterwards. Can you imagine that pain? And then they're in society, they're told that it's their fault that that happened to them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my goodness. It is, it is so much. So I might go postal and eat a dude too. Yeah, no. And, and I just wanted to put like a little plug out there for, um, this organization called UNFPA, which is the United Nations Fund for Popular Population Activities, they are going above and beyond to help get um, just any type of sexual education, sexual Good sexual yes, uh, victim resources. They have kits for women um, or and people any any gender um, after being abused. They have a lot of resources for people when they go through this and they're really working on finding the people that are doing these mutilations educating educating other women to not be pro well and you know you can't how much can you fault the people who do it if that's all they know 
Exactly, and if that's they, and that's you know, why if you're told you're going to hell unless we do this, they mm-hmm. think they're saving their kid from hell. Yeah, and yeah. like uh, that's why I don't I don't fault the people, but I fault the institutions mm-hmm. and the lack of education mm-hmm. and the religious leaders who allow this kind of shit to continue. When they're the ones who have the power and could definitely educate their congregation, but choose right. not to because right. they want to rule over them in ignorance and fear. And it's only just now, like, I think the latest uh, statistic I got was, like, around uh, 2014 that they're just now starting to get laws passed that it's finally illegal to mutilate another human person. Like, it's it's so fine. No, finally. And it's it's slowly but surely organizations like this that are almost rehabilitating people and educating people into, you know... You can practice what your religion says. Just don't. Just keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't have to mutilate somebody to keep them from having sex with another human being. It doesn't work, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Infuriating. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I just had I had to raise awareness about that because it is something so foreign to especially people that live here. Not necessarily. I read it's done here. But it's not as not, widespread, not as and and yeah. the average person walking in the street isn't going to be able to visualize what you say when you say female genital mutilation. They're gonna think, oh, like backwards labiaplasty or something, you know, like no, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up, and it is horrendous. Mm-hmm. And these women need to be helped through this, and it needs to stop. So. Um, yeah, no, I just applaud, I applaud the people over there trying to make a difference. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah, they have a lot of work to do. Um, that is just. Oh, do you ever just, is this just me or do you ever just sit and look at the state of the world and all the things and you just think, well, we just got to meteor it. I know. It's fucked now. I know. It's like you've been working on an arts and crafts project where it's all broken at least twice and you've, like, used all the hot glue and you're like, you know what, I'm going to set it on fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go in the trash. I haven't smoked a cigarette in over two years, but you know what, I'm going to light a cigarette off that fire. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to watch it burn. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if we ain't got long, I may take it back up. Oh my goodness. Why not? (laughs) For real, though. God. It's so much. It smells so good. I just want to smoke. I want to smoke after I bang, and I want to smoke with my morning coffee, and I want to smoke after dinner. If those, like, banging and eating didn't exist, then I probably wouldn't want a cigarette half as bad as it. No, no, no. Because talking. That's another time you want a cigarette. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll shut up about cigarettes. <laughs> Don't okay. smoke, kids, because then you'll be addicted for literally ever. I haven't smoked in, like, three or four years, and I... This actually applies to the story later in a weird way. Smoking? Yeah. I'll nod at you. I I want a Turkish cigarette. I like Turkish royals. Mm. I want a Turkish cigarette and a Turkish Turkish coffee. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are the ones I like. Yeah, I forgot. Turkish gold is what I... Yep. Mm -hmm. That is some Mm smooth-ass tobacco. (sighs) That almost makes me horny. (laughs) But for cigarettes. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I exist to make people uncomfortable. That's why I was born. Except me. I'm never uncomfortable. Segwaying from smoking cigarettes to a seven-year-old being mutilated uh, in a village countryside. Yeah, it's, not good. I mean, it's It's really hard to do. It's really hard to, like, get back there. I just, my brain can't handle how terrible that is. <laughs> I know. And it so has to, think like, about anything it's else. like I have to do something else for a second or I'm going to throw up. So I have a really hard time with any sort of child abuse. 
is yep. really oh, I know. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. I, I, I fucking understand, for sure. Doing my best. Um, But, yeah, I just really needed to set that stage and really hit it to home because we're talking the aftermath of this. And nobody's going to be right. And, no. You know, nothing's going to be right after that. And so her mother and father ended up getting a divorce around her teens because oh my god he was really abusive <laughs> what news yeah um and so she, her mother had finally had it so they moved to an even poorer area of cairo egypt um called the city of the dead and i wanted to take a side to talk about the city of the dead just real quick because I did some quick research before I left because I had no idea what this place was. Sounds pretty baller. It looks so cool. I'm scared to death huh, um, to go there. I kind of want to go there, though. Like, oh, it's one of those things there. that scares me, but I kind of want to go. Um, so the City of the Dead was basically an ancient cemetery. It's where they had bodies buried from the 7th century A.D., until wow. now. And, you know, Egypt, it's in those tombs and everything like that. Like, they have, like, actual, like, concrete mausoleums because of all the sand. Right. And everything like that. You can't bury people in shifting sand. No, you cannot. I mean, you can, but they're not going to stay that gonna way. going to shift back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sand is like water, basically. A little bit. Yep. But drier. <laughs> you don't say. I shouldn't have, but I did. Anyway, so the city of the dead, basically, the overflow from the main city of Cairo, kind of just the poorest of the poorest of the poor people ended up up living with the dead people. So they started making houses and, like, an entire city built out of the spaces in between the graves and the mausoleums. That's badass. It's fucking gorgeous. It's metal as hell. It's fucking metal as hell. One lady, I, I saw this little video, and this one lady was like, um, talking about how, yeah, she lived in her brother's tomb. Fuck it. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> and then for some reason, the government needed his body, so she had to evacuate. <laughs> and she said it like so chill, like nonchalant, like, nah, oh, not a big thing. deal. Then we moved around the corner to this guy's grave. <laughs> You might, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Right. People will do what they got to do. Right. And I'm always right. surprised and sort of inspired by people's resourcefulness. Right. As a fellow poor, man, that's smart. I don't know. Like, why not go live with dead people? They're not going to complain. Mm-hmm. They're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. And it is just a bunch of wasted space, isn't it? Yeah. Cemeteries really annoy me for that reason. Because mm-hmm. I think that your body, once you're done with it, is sort of worthless and I don't know, maybe make me into dog food or like. <laughs> I like dogs. Yeah. I can be dogs breakfast. It's fine. Shoot me into space, burn me up, and scatter my shit, make me into a tree. I don't really fucking care. A long time ago, I forgot. I wish I remembered the person's name, but they did a TED talk about the mushroom suits, the mycelium suits. Yeah. And they just bury your corpse in a mycelium suit and you become a big mushroom. I like that. That's all right. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. But then there's a part of me that wants like a whole pyramid. Right. Right. I, I want, I want like that really big bougie temple that's supposed to be a house, but ain't nobody living in it cause it's fine. 
Yeah. The gardens. The Taj Mahal mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. a tomb. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant. Yeah, I want I want that, and I want to be like linen. I want to be in a glass tube. <laughs> You're forced to like contend with my rotting carcass, and somebody maintain has my flesh. Maintain it, <laughs> and yes, and then you know me and Maris are buried together because we have a suicide pact. Right. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he said if I go first, he can't handle it. So he's just gonna you know. Yep. We had. We have a very similar suicide pact because we want to... We want to deal with it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. We want to be buried together. And if he goes, so. I'm going to go crazy, and I'm going to cut his heart out and eat it. I mean, why not? And then burn my house down. There you go. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know why I want to do that, but I just think that's what I would do. Yeah. Because it'd make me crazy. Does anybody on a cannibalize out of love, or is it just pissed off? Everybody's just super pissed. I think I think it's a mixture of emotions. Some people don't really know how to regulate their pissed off and their loveness. Oh, I mean, I can get that. I just don't get mad very often. I know I go on rants and shit, but I'm not actually mad. You've not... Have you seen me actually pissed? Yeah, but... Rarely. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been mad enough to eat anybody. Let's continue on. So she lives in the City of the Dead, which is... Metal as fuck. But probably hard. Yes, she's... I mean, she's just terribly poor. I mean, just, just terrible conditions. Um, and the fact... And, and I hate that, like, everybody that talks about her says the next part. And it just really gets to me as, as like, a victim and a survivor myself. Like, it just... It really annoys me that they say that, you know, well, she should marry this man because she's already, she's not a virgin anymore. Yes. Yes. Sorry, that was not good for radio. I made a face. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying yes to. She was like, um, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, I see it across you know, with so was like, it like an arranged marriage type of deal? No, he was an American oil guy that was over there to deal with oil yeah. and he met her and he was like towards the end of his I almost said shift but towards the end of his work there and had to go back home to Texas right. and so she just kind of hopped in with him and married him her mother was like yes on to bigger things yes yes go go get the fuck out of yeah. here yeah god mm -hmm. but they everybody attributes that to her not being a virgin and so she's not good enough for any of the men there. So she oh, might as well go get whatever she can elsewhere. It sounded like he's doing all right. Doesn't sound like she married down. Right, exactly. She can't really marry down. There's not much No. Not much more there. So, I mean, I think she got herself whatever, you know, again. And she, we don't know how she felt about the dude. What if she was really super into him? We don't know. Nah. nah. Is it, was she married him for some, some of that oil money? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'd suck, yeah. I would suck all the dick yeah. to get out of that situation. <laughs> yes. Unapologetically, yeah. and I don't think she should feel ashamed for that at all. Right. Get a girl. Right, no, yeah. She, I mean, she really did kind of continue that, like, I'm going to take care of myself kind of mentality, which, I mean, of course she had to do, but she really did um, hustle. She was a hustler. Good. So she gets over to Texas. She gets to America, and they pretty much divorce almost immediately. 
But she's, you know. But she's here in America. Good job. She's fine. But the thing is, is when they divorce, that leaves her on her own. She doesn't speak very good English. And I'm sure she doesn't have any, like, coping skills. This is a culture shock, big time. It's all the shocks. Yeah. It's every shock. Yeah. Yeah, shock to the system completely. And so she does basically what she can to get by. And when you, like, Google search her, it says, um, you know, it says that she was an actress and, or not an actress, I'm sorry. It says that she was a model and a nanny. And it doesn't really say much else other than that um i can read between the lines on that shit nannying i get but like all of her modeling pictures look like they were taken with a disposable camera bless so i have a theory and of course this is all theory because there's not very much information out there about her um but i'm wondering if maybe because of the mutilation that she had gone through and she can't get into like sex sex work what if she was just selling pictures of herself as a quote-unquote model because all of the pictures of her are like outside of a house in some grass or in someone's bedroom with like a camera that you know any regular person would have they're not not professional professional. so i'm wondering if she was just selling pictures of herself i mean sure i i'm gonna be honest though having done sex work personally um, they don't really care what's going on with you downstairs. But she, but, but she just, just not have sex at all? She has a hole that's two millimeters wide. So she can't she, have sex at all? No, it, it's so painful. Like, I can oh only imagine. God. I bet she probably would even pass out with, with just the... Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, she... Mm-mm. So... Well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's, and that's what that mutilation is But I mean, you for. can, like... Blowjobs and anal. I think that's what she did to please yeah. her lovers. I think that when she was with her lovers in order to keep them, I think she gave a lot ahead, to be honest. Um, but anyways, um, not pointing fingers, just kind of just trying to figure out no, maybe like, I don't, I don't maybe what what it could have been because a lot of people speculate like, how was she a model if she has no portfolio portfolio she has no you know professional well, and hey and this this is in the 90s too uh a lot of people did live modeling back then and like fashion shows at department stores because that's what i did when i was a kid okay um i did a lot of fashion shows for department stores yeah. um we're talking like guests and torrid and stuff like well all the photos of her are there. like in in bikinis and in underwear and bra kind of get-ups um, so who knows? And it's mostly in people's houses. But, yeah. I mean, still, she's hot as hell, and she gets it. Like, get it, mama. Like, oh, my goodness. She's beautiful. Like, I know she killed somebody, so I shouldn't, like, rant and rave too much, but she's gorgeous. Um, anyway, so she worked the bar scene. She worked, you know, modeling or whatever. But she really flew the bar, like, late at night to kind of get in these small-time little romances with rich men. Yeah. And she worked her way from Texas to Southern California. And that is where, I mean, she dated definitely a lot of people, but that is where she met our victim. Um, His name is William E. Bill, or Bill Nelson, but William E. Nelson. I think that sounds like a a country western star. It does. William E. Nelson. I want to call him Billiam. I'm Billiam E. Nelson. 
That's why sometimes, like, my dad's name is Bill. Yeah. And so me and my husband call him Billiam. Um, at the time, he was 56 years old, and he was an ex-pilot. Now, this guy, everyone says he oh, <laughs> he's very, very flashy. He's one of those, like, tall Texans that have the big studded belt oh, buckles. Yeah, they, have they, have the, they have the big hat. They have the pointy shoes. The, oh. Everything shines. He had a huge uh, red Cadillac converter, or converter, convertible that... Like, he just kind of flaunted. He flaunted himself. And like a peacock, strutting like, around. Exactly, just like that. But I hate how everybody says, he was larger in life, that Bill. Let me tell you something. Okay, <laughs> can, I tell you, can I tell you this real quick? I hate that saying. Because I'm older than you. I will die first. Okay. If you ever once let any bitch say I was larger than life, you're going to say, look, it's in the will, and you're going to punch them as hard as you can in the mouth because I'm I'm not a skinny girl I'm a bigger girl and that's fine I'm fat I don't fucking I don't fucking care I'm not ugly just fat but when somebody says she was larger than life what they really mean is that was a big fat bitch and I don't want that said about me because it's stupid what does it even mean no I'm not larger than a lot of things but life in general no Fuck off with that. Hate platitudes. It's like saying, at the end of the day, shove that whole phrase up your asshole. I hate it. Shove it up there sideways. Larger than life. You know what? Fuck you, Bill. And fuck that statement. And fuck your hat and your car. I mean, oops, that's the victim. Never mind. But still. Was he a nice man? Oh, no, he wasn't very nice, no. Was he a big piece of shit? I don't know if he was necessarily... I don't like to victim blame. No. At all. But, but I don't I don't yeah, think he was either way. I don't, I don't Was he just a dude? I mean he did some fucked up shit, but he wasn't like an I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to it's, Here's the thing, I don't victim blame. He no matter no what concrete Bill evidence. did no matter what Bill did, short of like touching children, raping people. Yeah, I don't know if he actually did or maybe Was it just an accusation? It was an accusation. Okay. And I don't know for sure and I well, he didn't I'm always get his going to believe. I'm always going to believe the rape victims' accusation yeah. before I yeah. believe the perpetrator. Sure, but still, we don't have it proven, so we're not going to go there too yeah. hard. Yeah. But uh, nine times out of ten, with the victims of these horrible crimes, I'm just going to say, I don't care what they did; they didn't deserve that. Right. Right. And look. Right. Here's why I'm pretty much against killing people. Let's say somebody wrongs you in a very profound way. The best punishment I can wish on them is to live a really long time with the consequences of their actions. Right. So don't murder people. That's what I'm telling you. Right. Just walk away. Yeah. Walk away. Leave them on red. Mm-hmm. Nothing will piss. Mm-hmm. Well, then you could get murdered. But, I mean, that's right. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I leave them on red yeah. frequently because my executive dysfunction makes it hard to answer, you know, my instant messages sometimes. Anyway, Billiam. <laughs> William and his 10 gallon hat and his larger than life shut the fuck up oh oh well you said you, so you said how much you hated that phrase and it reminded me God. that when a lot of people were talking about her because because she's egyptian and she's gorgeous 
Um, everybody dumb shit like she was exotic. That's exactly what I was just about to say, and I went on a tangent tonight about my hatred for the word exotic. Not a fan because because I'm also ambiguously brown, and white people don't know what I am, and so they call me exotic, and I hate it. I've had somebody ask, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked me if he was Indian, like from India. No, somebody uh, somebody when I was growing up go like looked down at me and said, "Yinjin, aren't you?" Well, that's offensive. Like, yes, yes. And I always said, huh? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, now, I my great-grandma to... would uh, come at me with a switch if I was out in the sun too long. She goes, your brown will come out. <laughs> I don't like that. No, because I like any tiny amount of sun, and I do look a different instantly ethnicity. Brown. I'm yep. instantly me brown. Me too. Mm-hmm. I've, nev- I've yep. never sunburned in my entire life. I have sunburned a couple times, but it's because I fell asleep outside for hours. And both me and you got the high cheekbones. Yeah. And so people mm-hmm. will say dumb and insensitive things uh, yeah, at yeah. us sometimes. And I, I really do wouldn't. think that it's, I think that word especially exotic. It's I just think, offensive. I think it's because they don't know how else to describe people who aren't either white or black. They're like, you're... Mm. Uh, <laughs> you sure are brown. You sure aren't white. So, um. well, here's no. Here's what it goes further. So here's what it is too. Is that, oh God, you're not white, but you're still hot somehow. Somehow, I know. I you know. don't fit into my Western standards of beauty, but I have my pee pee hard. I'm a little. I'm oddly attracted to that. Anyways, <laughs> oh, how exotic. <laughs> It just sounds like some colonial crap. It really does. Just say she's hot. She's got big titties. She's hot with her big titties or whatever fucking titties she has. Well, because it does mean that. It really does. I know. I had to look it up because I was like, I want to know what the actual definition of this word was. I still think you're hot even though I'm racist. Well, (laughs) it kind of says that. Um, It says, it says, kind of not used for ordinary purposes <laughs> not ordinarily encountered golly my pasty white ass does not know what to do with all your brown hotness it's so exotic i have a boner help, help at once help. Oh, it also everything it also just, says no, this uh, and it's worded it's this like mad. exactly it says attractive or striking because colorful or out of the ordinary. Mm. You're colorful. <laughs> well, you have pigment. <laughs> all this melanin has me quite vexed. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's so awkward. I hate that word. Yeah. But she was called it quite frequently. She, and an exotic beauty. She was an exotic beauty. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean... She's still very gorgeous. I'm going to say that a million times oh, because yeah, I, I still, I just can't believe she's that beautiful. Even to this day, gorgeous. Um, Despite, oh, you're, well, I'm just so used to ageist these, bastard. I'm just used to these, these people that we research. Oh yeah, they go to jail and then and they, No, even before, most of them look like the pruniest thumb you've ever seen in your entire well, life. Most were white dudes. And you're like, wow. Most were white dudes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so she was just, I mean, the pictures were a breath of fresh air from the last few that we had Like, oh, this murderer doesn't look like a thumb. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so she marries him. Like, I think they met, like, 
few months prior at the bar. And oh, they yeah, were, it's you not going to be good. It's know. man and a Cole Smith shit going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was, he was only 56, but she was 23 at the time. That's fucking gross. Yes. And so they... That'd be they, like you marrying Will. Ew, don't, ew, gross. Ew, shut, ew, no. That's what I'm telling you. When you got that big of an age gap, it's, get, grap, gap, it's ew. grody. It's gross. And people can come at well, me. Well, he, he had several, several kids. I think he had four kids, but they were all older than her. Yeah, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Ew. Mm-hmm. If I were his kids, I'd be like, you know what, William? Go go fuck yourself, Dad. Yeah. Ew. So they were married for about a month. And then... Um, <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, and then they went down to see his family, both in Texas and then Arkansas. And I couldn't find where in Arkansas. In our Yeehaw land. In our Yeehaw Coastal area over here, Dang. down yonder. Um, yeah, he has family in Arkansas. And then they, so they did that for Thanksgiving, and then they made their way back to California. And on the way, they officiated their marriage. What? They got, like, they made it official? Yeah. Okay. And so... They like get in back. a courthouse or some like, shit. Like yeah. somewhere in like Reno res- or yeah, Fresno Vegas or something. Or yeah. Um, and then they make it back and either that night or the next day, they're not exactly sure, but at some point after Thanksgiving is when the actual crime went down. All right. So she killed him. All right. So she killed him. I'm going to um, guess. <laughs> you want to guess? Oh, no, I said I'm gonna guess. Oh. As in... Oh, as in you guess... No, you just ruined ruined the whole thing. Just keep going. going. I take things literally. I know, you're just like, what? What? You're very sincere. (laughs) I'm very sincere. It's very funny. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... It wasn't until three days later that that everything really went down. So, the time frame as to when he was actually murdered is kind of vague. So, basically, and I like to do things linearly. I don't like to do things as they're reported because it's it's just better for my brain. But so basically, they had I I think that they had been fighting the whole way up because this really was an aggressive event. But as far as I know, that night she had tied him up. She had um, they had been in an argument. Apparently. When she and I hate I hate being gross about things, but apparently apparently every time she was made to give him head, he would like yell at her and slap her in the face and belittle her while she was doing so, and hey. he kind of got off on that. Well, I mean, degradation kink and humiliation kink's a thing, but it better be consensual. Exactly, and everybody but better like it. Exactly, exactly. It has to be consensual. It can't be as a form of punish, like actual punishment. No, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so, and especially with her, her history. history and everything that she yeah, had gone sometimes through. sometimes using kink to kind of overcome trauma is a totally a thing you can Absolutely. do. Absolutely. But not Absolutely. that way. Absolutely, I do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, it helps. But but this wasn't the case for her. And, and it, it's not like I'm defending that kink because it's one I have. <laughs> of course not. Or anything. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't like kink shaming, except I I do, but I don't. Maybe I just like shaming. Your kink yeah, shaming is kink shaming? My kink is kink shaming, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, but I fixed it for you with my mouth. <laughs> there you go. 
No, but if he's doing it as a form of he likes that she doesn't get off on it and she's actually mm-hmm. hurting, mm-hmm. then he's fucked up. I I really think that's where it was at. Yeah, I think you're right. So she took the lamp on the bedside and she smashed it over his head a few times until it broke. And then she took the iron from the ironing board next to her and she beat his skull in with that. Yikes. And then for good measure, she took the scissors and okay. jabbed it into his jugular. I mean, he's probably already a goner by then. Right. But, I mean, make sure you're just... That is so violent and gross. Okay, Lena, let me ask you this. So, if he was tied up, Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume it's because he thought sex stuff was going to happen. Yes. Well, sex stuff was going to happen. I think he got some head. Yeah, but he was being too much of a dick, and she was just, like, too triggered. Here's... I'm glad that you pointed that out, though, because here's the thing that um, only a couple people touched on, but I thought was interesting. Um, One of the, the witnesses that took the stand in court was one of her ex-lovers who was an older man that she had gotten a large sum of money from. Um, and she said that she was really into tying people up. She tied him up and then held him at gunpoint and basically was like, if you don't give me X amount of money, I'm going to shoot you. That man happened to have X amount of money and paid her off and she left. So, I mean, she's had the, the, we can't blame Billiam for even though if he was being a big cunt rag because she's known to do almost murdery stuff before. Right. So here's the thing about her is she is definitely not mentally stable. Oh, no. She um she was arrested at some point for like a short amount of time but she was shoplifting and when she found when when she was found out about when when she was confronted um to Either shop clerks or security guards or one of each approached her and, (laughs) this is so fucking bizarre, Um, when they approached her, she attacked them. When she attacked them, she bit one of their boobs until it almost came off. Whoa. And then the other one, she punched in the vagina. <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. She punched her in the cunt and bit the other boob off. Almost off. I'm speechless. <laughs> if anybody ever socked me in my kitty bits. <laughs> if anybody bit my boob off. Listen, they'd have to be. My child bit my boob, like, my baby. And, woo, woo. It was so hard not to, like, my reflexes. You just want to go, pow! Yeah, you want to. You yeah. want to, because it's a natural reflex. Now you've no. heard the actual punch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, when when Will, Will was very small, mm-hmm. he was in second grade, and he was, he was eight, and he was doing a cause and effect, like, illustration. Right. And his illustration of cause and no. effect was he drew a gorilla uh-huh. punching a guy, uh-huh. and it said, if you walk up to a gorilla... You'll get punched. Honestly, if you punch me in the vagina or you bite my titty, you're going to get punched. Yeah. How do you... Look, cause I and can effect. Get, look, There's cause, the cause and effect. There's the effect. Yep. Bite my titty, get punched. Mm-hmm. But if she was like, gnawing on this bitch's boob, why aren't you like, bitch, no, and you're like beating her to death? You'd get one or two nibbles and I'm going to fuck you up. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm going to start hitting you with inanimate mm-hmm. objects. Mm-hmm. How's it go that she far? She attacked two bitches this way. She must be strong. With her merch. 
And she's, I mean, she's not, like, racked or anything. It's not like she has, like, crazy big muscles or anything. I'm confused. Like, I know. She has, like, this inner rage. That's, like... Well, it's scary. Uh, she, yeah. And see, she's mm-hmm. biting, folks. Mm-hmm. 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 And we, this is cannibal month. We and, know where this is yeah. going. Yeah, and at the end of all of this, I will armchair this one because I do have some theories. All right. Okay. All right. But, yeah, yeah. So she has a crazy criminal history there. Now, this guy, Bill... Billiam. Billiam. He did serve four years in Sorry. either prison or jail uh, for drug smuggling. He's a pilot, oh, and yeah, he yeah. was caught uh, with a plane full of marijuana coming. See, it I'm wasn't sure. even cocaine. Well, yeah, I was like, you're going to say cocaine. I know. I, I, you, do you know the brain power it took for me to not say cocaine? I was like, say marijuana. Say marijuana. <laughs> Even though I couldn't say it right. And you know, because I'm not mad if you're going to get caught with a plane full of drugs, it better it be not be some fucking dirt weed. Like, because you know, it was that brick weed. It was the brick this weed. Was, this was like early 90s. Weed in the 90s. Look, some of y'all From are very Mexico, young. From Mexico. Y'all was are very weed. young and that was some skunky ass shit weed. It was disgusting. It was for like $25. You got half a bag and it was a brick. And you had to break it up. (laughs) (laughs) I would rehydrate it by putting a little wet sponge in there. That is not a bad idea. No, I know. I made the weed as good, but back then, y'all, you didn't didn't ask what kind is this. No, it was the weed kind. It was like the generic, always save weed. Best choice. I can't even describe how bad it was. I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. You're gonna be barely high. It was headache. Ooh, because it just stems. Stems. Yeah. But yeah, so he got busted. It made for okay that. hash, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, people equated, well, like even jurors were like, well, he did get, he was in the drug scene. So but he I mean, could have been violent. I mean, he could have been violent because he's, you know. A big man. I mean, the the yeah. nine times out of ten, you know. Larger than life, yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, I'm not going to, here's the deal. I'm not going to ascribe things to Billiam that he didn't right. do officially. But, but she said that he was violent with him. I mean. She's the only one that yeah. would know, but also. Look what she did. She has said a lot of things that weren't true. So, later we'll find out that she says a lot of things. Well, we're just going to take it with a grain of salt. Exactly, because she, in that case, she would have been the victim, so. I'm just, you know, a little bit torn on that one. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't want to. I don't want to drive Billy's name with into as the dirt. frenzied as this was compared to the other victim that she just tied up and held at gunpoint. With as as I insane, know though, but I've noticed that kind of behavior can escalate, especially for dealing with mental illnesses without any outside influence necessarily. Right. Like if he was in the drug scene, what if they was doing drugs together, and that's what made it worse. Right. So, I don't, don't know. We no, could just... Yeah. Speculating's fun, we Speculate. Though. I just don't want to... I don't want to be mean to the victim unnecessarily. True. True. That's all. Again, I don't really know too much about him know. other than, you know, what I've just he said. He has a ridiculous hat. But, yeah, so, um, after she killed him, she dismembered his corpse. Now, when she's talking about this, she stops at, and then I, and then I stuck the scissors in. She stops, and then she says, and then all of a sudden, I was just standing in my foyer with bags, like trash bags inside other bags of body parts everywhere. Yeah, that's not how that works. She just wakes up one day, and she's like, what the fuck? Dang. 
Dang. So, and there's a lot of memory lapses when she's being interrogated. Um, and of course I'll get more into that later, but there's a lot of memory lapses there. There's a lot of, um, franticness. There's a lot of like changing the viewpoint of the subject. It's either, you know, from her point of view or third person point of view. It's, it's, it's very frenzied with her accounts, but yeah, and I and we don't know how much of that is because she's like bullshitting, or yeah, or if like, she's if she's trying to get the insanity plea, or yeah, you because know. okay, let's be let's be honest. Now, anybody who cannibalizes someone or chops their body up all crazy, I'm sorry, there's something going on. That's not right. not everything's okay upstairs. Right, but you can miss. However, you can plan and and do this with well, an, with legal insanity mm-hmm. versus like. Richard Chase is a really good example of this. I'm sorry, but he should have... He deserved the insanity plea. Not that that's any... Like, you're not getting off life. No. It's like mental institutions for the criminally insane are worse than prison. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. um, I'd like to eventually do an episode on the... Patreon. On the Patreon Mm -hmm. for dealing with um, the insanity plea defense. Absolutely. What it means, uh, legally speaking, because it's not like, oh, he's just bonkers. Right. But it means diminished enough capacity that even if you know for a fraction of a second that what you're doing is wrong, it's that blown out of the water. Right. She knew what she did was wrong. She wasn't crazy. Right. Enough. Not enough, no. Or not in the way that, that, you know, the insanity legal term would fit. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, often these cannibal killers or any killer really will act totally like, you know, bonkers right. to try and get right. that plea. But that's right. not how that works. Right. Like Andre Chikatilo, he obviously was doing that. He showed the whole courtroom his penis mm-hmm. and was mm-hmm. like, hoo, hoo, I'm pregnant and lactating. Right. Yeah. He wasn't like that every day. He was a calculating murderer. Exactly. So bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know how much of this is she's Looney Tunes she, or, you know. She really, in my mind, she didn't really act too hard. Um, but her one thing that she did want, she was just like, I need to see a psychologist. You know, and that's fair. That's fair. This yeah. is one of the most, like, this is an extremely... You, did, you just did a really fucked up extremely thing. Extremely traumatized woman who has never had help a day in her life. Yeah. No, I don't even know if she's ever seen a doctor for what had happened to Probably her. Probably not. And you know? you know, honestly, if you kill some, bludgeon someone to death, and that's gross, and then you dismember them, and I'm assuming eat parts of them, you're going to be traumatized. And yeah. I think talking to a yeah. psychologist is a good first yeah. step. Yeah. So she never really, like, acted too crazy. She... She was frantic and and overly emotional, but you know how yeah, people kill the dudes. But you know. know how people do that with women. They say that you know she's crazy. Oh, she's hysterical. Yeah, when yeah. no, you're just kind of getting worked up. People don't understand how to equate well, emotions. You can get worked up and not be. Ugh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, I I don't know. I have a, a soft spot in my heart for her because of the things that she's her gone background, through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My soft spot ran out when it went past the lamp. Like, if she just smacked him a couple times because she was defending herself or whatever. And then got away. Yeah. And then yeah. ran away. Yeah. It went away when you took the iron, because that's mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. gross squelchy mm-hmm. splat noises. Mm-hmm. And then you went and got the scissors. No, you wanted to kill that motherfucker. Right, right. And that's why I choose cases like this. It's where, like, I can put myself in, in their, their shoes, shoes completely, 
but I ain't walking in those shoes. Uh -huh. I can put myself there. I can understand the, the situation. I can understand you yeah. in those shoes. I'm not walking in those shoes, though. Yeah, I do think at some point, no matter what your background was or where you're coming from, you there have is decision. that turning point, and you can make a different choice. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she chose not to for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And we may never know what that is because she may not be honest with herself. I do know the reason. Oh, well, let me, let me hear it. You want to? I do. Okay. So. Because we rarely get to know the fucking reason. Well, and the reason kind of, there's, there's many of these little breadcrumbs throughout this story that lead me to my uh, general theory of this woman. Um, when asked about her reasoning why, she said, and, and I want to preface this with, because um, this is also on an episode of Snapped. This is on a few, and I saw some some news. Anyways, every single time someone is talking about her, uh, especially during uh, about this part um, that she says, it's always like it's always like some older white man that's like yeah, yeah. that's like she said she was a descendant of ancient Egyptians. Crazy, is it? <laughs> like she's fucking Egyptian, bro. Like, wouldn't they all be? They're they're trying they're trying to say that she's absolutely delusional for believing that she's a descendant of ancient Egyptians. But like, wouldn't she be though? Because she's Egyptian, <laughs> and wouldn't they all the Egyptians then be descendants? <laughs> from yeah, yeah. And, and it's like the thing is, is like she's not saying like I'm a descendant of Cleopatra or I'm a descendant of Ramses the Third, like Queen Nefertiti. Yeah, she just no. said in general. Okay, in general. but why? Okay, so what does that have to do with eating a guy, though? Well, first of all, and what parts did she eat? You didn't tell me. I don't know exact. Okay, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Right. Um, but first of all, she says that she has her ancestors that come to her and speak with her mm -hmm. and that they had told her to kill him. That basically when he was yelling at her while she was giving him head, that um, they were like, you know what? Fucking kill this guy. Fuck this guy. How disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also the thing about the dismemberment that I found very interesting is I remember that they, there's a reason why they mummify their corpses. You know, they have these big-ass tombs with the corpses, the fully intact. They, they mummify the organs, mm -hmm. everything that you would need mm -hmm. in the afterlife. A, disembodied, a, a dismembered body does not go into the afterlife. No, actually, and, and where they came up with the mummification process is in their creation myth with uh, Isis... And Osiris. Mm -hmm. Osiris's evil brother, Set, came from the underworld and chopped him up into a whole bunch of pieces before Isis and Osiris could, like, consummate their relationship and she could bear him a son. So she wrapped him up in bandages and banged his corpse. And that's how she had this, their son Horus and how Osiris well, came part. back to life. I didn't know that part. I like ancient Egyptian Yeah, mythology. I do, too. I do, too. I, yeah. I find it fascinating. It is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I said it very indelicately, but that's why right. I say everything. But it's a cool story, and I guess that you could use that s symbolism there that she didn't. She took him apart because fuck you, you don't get to have right. an afterlife now. Right, right. And a lot of people say that you know she's crazy for 
saying that her ancestors told her to do it. And the thing is, is that, like, culturally speaking, she's not crazy. Culturally speaking, well, your ancestors talk to you. Your maybe, ancestors maybe. guide you. I don't know what you know? religion she is, because I know Egypt is largely Muslim right. Uh, right now. Right. And I don't know what background she comes from. But, but I think anse- still culturally, without the religion, like, just... I don't... What I'm saying is I don't know enough about yeah. Egyptian culture to make that assertion. I'd have to learn. I just know that... I do know that in a lot of African culture, they believe in talking to your ancestors. And in uh, indigenous people's culture, that's true Right, also. right. My ancestors come to me, and am I absolutely crazy for saying that I commune with my no. ancestors? I mean... I'm a witch. It's what I do. Brenda but, like, down the road believes in a dead 2,000-year-old carpenter that makes her hate gay people, so like... Right, Honestly, so who's really crazy here? It, when we're going to talk about religion, I think if you've used religion as an excuse to do something, especially something harmful, then it's always going to sound a little crazy, right. and we need to stop calling people crazy for those reasons. Right. Because a good example is, is like schizophrenia in the United States, the voices usually say negative things, but not always, but it's because for a culture. And when you look in other, like, Aboriginal or Indigenous cultures, the schizophrenics were, like, their wise men and medicine women. It's because they would have positive things, the voices would say, because it's a complete cultural shift. Right. So I think that definitely has something to do with it. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because I really do think, like, I was going to say this for the end, but you brought it up. I really do think that she might have be undiagnosed schizophrenic. Possible. Because... Of her mannerisms, the way that she shifts during um, her interrogation, um, interrogation, um, the fact that her abuse happened at such a young age, and it's so traumatic and so intense, that she could have splintered at that point. Well, now we're talking about dissociative identity disorder. That's what schizophrenic I mean. I, That's what I meant. Yeah. I, didn't mean, I didn't mean schizophrenic. I meant... This is DID. DID. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be honest, I, I've actually studied up a lot on dissociative identity disorder, and I don't know. That's my right. position on it. Right. I don't know if it's a thing. I, I'm not saying that I know. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. There are some signs, yeah. especially since she said that she woke up standing in her foyer without realizing that she had dismembered yeah, the body. Yeah, missing time. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that that's a, mm-hmm. a hallmark of DID. It, it, it was the first, like, not red flag or green flag it's just the first like uh-huh yeah um yeah. epiphany kind of time that i had and then i started to kind of uh remember yeah. all these other and, times and, and i just like to say this as a caveat so nobody's sad or offended or hurt um if anybody's been diagnosed with did or suspect that they have it most people with did don't commit cannibalism no or no murder. no and and no. and i get and excited talking about with, it with schizophrenia either are right. usually non-violent right. No, and I and I, I get excited talking about it just because it fascinates me. The brain fascinates me. Well, we want to um, know why somebody did a thing. And 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 yeah, I like to have rhymed reason, and I like to understand people. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say something that I think a lot of people wouldn't agree with, but I don't, I don't care. I don't think mental health or mental illness has much to do with murder. I think it. I think it has. It can be an influencer, but it's not the major thing. Is what I'm saying. Right. Because again, I I was abused. Everyone, everybody I know, is abused. I'm poor, and I have not committed any violent crimes in my entire life. And most people I know haven't and wouldn't. So it's it's more than just environment. It's more than just bad upbringing. 
And it's more than just, you know, genetics. Right. It's got to it's gotta be something else. And I think that something else is a lot of its culture and violence culture and, well, I don't know, misogyny. Right. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, would she have turned out that way if she hadn't been mutilated because of misogyny? I just start, Oh, absolutely not. I just think you can trace back almost all the evils of the world to hating women. It feels like that for sure. It, just it really does. does. I'm it sorry. really does. Like it especially really does. if she turned to sex work because she got kind of abandoned in this country when she right. came here, mm-hmm. and she certainly doesn't want to go back to mm-hmm. like her life of poverty. And so yeah, she turns to sex work and kind of extortion right. crime basically. Right. And would it be like that if prostitution were legal? Because we demonize sex work. Why? Because women largely do it. Right. Not saying that men or like non-binary people don't do sex work. Predominantly, when we talk about sex work, people are assuming we're talking about women. Yes. Again, this is a cultural fucking problem that we Mm -hmm. have with misogyny. And I think once we start boiling it all down, is it because they had a mental illness? Fucking no. Is it because their mom was mean to them when they were little? No. I just think it's an inbred culture of violence against women Coupled with all those other things. I think if yeah. you at least took the violence against women away as a thing we do culturally, you wouldn't see see it as much. You just wouldn't. Period. And that does go back to just, like, systematic misogyny. Oh, yeah, it's bad. You know, because it, it poisons all, well, it, all the genders. It, it, what it does is, is misogyny, especially when we talk about Chikatilo and, like, some of the other fucking assholes... Is that they don't even see women as people. Right. That's a lot of them. That's, That's a lot, a lot of them. Of them. Yeah. They were just objects. Yeah. yeah. I know Bundy felt that way. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. you know, I'm not saying it's all the world's ills. I'm just saying it's all the world's ills, perhaps. Possibly. Probably. That and racism. Yep. Yeah. So it's those two. Mm-hmm. It's misogyny and it has and been racism. for millennia because like if you want to talk about like homophobia and transphobia for example it's just misogyny mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's just hatred against anything perceived as female right because if you're gay you're girly right? and then and then if you're a woman of color like oh uh, it's two black marks against you yeah yeah you're, i mean what else are you gonna do nothing good yep yeah so i'm just saying i think I think when you mix... I think it's a huge... Comb- I think it's a, it's a big mixture of all these different elements that just... Makes a perfect storm in a person. Makes a perfect storm. But I guarantee if you take away the one constant that's in all of them, and that mm-hmm. is the hatred towards women, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'd have a lot less of this murder, mm-hmm. murdering going on. Because you have to see women as people. Right. And not just like, well, she's somebody's daughter. No, she's just a fucking person yeah. that exists. Yeah. So... She has nerve endings... She has a heart that pumps blood throughout her. She has feelings, arteries, like that would hurt her, and she that has emotions. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if we started decriminalizing, look, look, I-, I could say what we could start to do, but at this point, because when I was a kid growing up, and I remember looking at the pictures of all the presidents, and it dawning on me, I was like nine or ten. I was like, "There's not one bitch in here, right? There's not one lady." Mm-hmm. And I went, you know, though, I bet by the time I'm a grown-up, there will be. And yet here I am, 42 years old, and not one woman president. Not one. 
And don't tell me it's because there weren't a qualified bitch. There have been plenty. It's that we hate women. Right. Because people still say dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, she'll get on her period and start World War Three. How many times have been on my period and not killed a person? How many women in recorded history have not started war? Oh, that's like all of them. Yeah, that's like every woman ever. Yeah, it's like every bitch that's ever yeah. lived throughout all space <laughs> and time. No, that's what it is. It's like like the men of government are like, well, if a lady becomes, she's gonna get her she, uterus is gonna make her kill everybody. No, she's gonna take our our stupid game away. She's gonna take yeah. our toys and and not let us play our game, which is war. Yeah. Which is, I'm going to go over there and kill everybody because it's my stupid, it's like, it's like governmental football game. And I'm not, I'm oh, not speaking is. ill about veterans and people that have fought for their lives or what have you. No, I'm you just were just saying, poor and tricked I'm just saying it. that war in general, warring against other people Sucks. is the dumbest fucking thing that we've ever done in human history. And when, I want to know, I want somebody to fucking tell me tell me in a really nicely worded letters and make it in small words so my dumb lady brain can understand but you you out there tell me one time it's not been about goddamn money don't tell me you fought for my freedoms what freedoms were at risk in fucking iraq oh no we just wanted the oil okay we just wanted to put halliburton over there because dick that was dick cheney's company that's so crooked and rotten and the whole thing stinks and i'm just telling you uh, fuck it. We're at the point where it cannot be fixed, I'm afraid. I'm past this whole ideal, like, this, I, I was so full of idealism as a child. I was, like, so optimistic. I was like, maybe we'll have a black lady president. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, never. We never will. So just explode it. Just explode the whole thing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready for the alien invasion, and I hope it's that we all die via some horrible anal exploding probe. That's what we deserve. Anyway, go on. <laughs> it just makes me so upset because we're ladies. I know. And we'll never get our fair share or due or chance. And half the world thinks we suck for no reason yet wants our butt. Right. That's all we're good for. Is so butts. what part of him did she eat? Okay. So let's... <laughs> Build that bridge and get back like on to track. Build the, the cannibal bridge. Please. Yeah, the cannibal bi- bridge back to the track. Um, so back to this. Now, this is the part that she doesn't remember, but I'm basically piecing this together based on crime scene photos and, and like crime scene evidence. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. So. They found okay. So when they when they went into the apartment, I'll do a little bit of back and forth on this timeline just so you get the the mental image of what we're dealing with here. So he is a computer programmer, and this is nineteen ninety one. So we're talking those computer monitors that we all had growing up, like the big, yeah. the big back computer monitors, yeah. not these skinny ones. So <laughs> I'm just saying that his house was littered with all of them with them all things. of those computers yeah. when you first walk in. The foyer area that she's talking about was just covered in computer monitors and paperwork and all kinds of this tech stuff. You can't decorate. Right. And so you walk in and you're like, well, everybody's like, well, I don't see anything here. And like, (laughs) and it's across the board. Everybody made this analysis. It's like, well, there's nothing really here. And then every now and then they'd see like a little speck of blood. What's that? 
That's weird. And another little speck of blood. That's weird. But nothing really. And the bed's made. Everything's tidy. Everything's put together. And then they go into the kitchen. Uh-oh. They see a pot of oil. Oil. <laughs> oil. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, a, a, You're like not a, from the South. Fryer. You don't say several R's in Earl. Yeah. And it's his hands. It's his severed hands. Oh, and a, hands. And, yeah, deep frying his hands. I'm assuming to get rid of his fingerprints. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But when I saw the pictures of... Because the, the pictures are there on Google. Like, you can see them of his hands. Can I go see his Kentucky Fried hands? They're not even breaded. Like, I don't know what she was doing. Breaded hands. They weren't breaded hands. I was like, that's not fried. (laughs) I'm like, girl. (laughs) Give me those hands so I can show you what to (laughs) do. Just let me show you how to fry them hands. I was like, I told Travis, I was like, I can fry a shoe. (laughs) Like, I can fry anything. Oh, I can fry anything. I can fry you if you sit still on me. Um... But, yeah, they're just kind of, like, brown on the back side yeah, okay. and, like, on the fingertips. All right, and don't go too far into that. The, the palms of the hand didn't, didn't cook at all. I don't, look, I don't think she was thinking, must get rid of the evidence via frying. That's what they said. Well, they, she, the only other body part that she fried like that was his face. Whoa. Yeah. She cut off his She face? cut off his head. Okay. And fried it. Did she just fry his whole head or just the face part? Well, it didn't say. Um, Sorry. I saw, I, the, I, the crime I scene photo it was kind of eerie because it was just a picture of, like, a tinfoil ball. Oh. And you knew that was his head. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm nauseous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets better. So, so I where's said, the rest of Billion? Well, I said that, you know, it was it was the day after Thanksgiving that this happened or the night of Thanksgiving. So, there was Thanksgiving leftovers that they had brought back with them. Yeah. So, uh, most of him got chopped up and put into that. Mm-hmm. And she ate him for Thanksgiving leftovers. But. <laughs> I doubt her cooking abilities, to be quite honest. If we're going to try and fry up some hands and there ain't no bread Oh, no, girl. She said that she ate his ribs. She said that she baked them. And she... Like, made them with her favorite barbecue sauce and everything. She said that they were cooked exactly the way she likes it. Melt off the bone, drippy, drippy, yum, yum with the barbecue sauce okay, and everything. Well, now I'm hungry. And <laughs> she said they were the best ribs she's ever had. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. At least you mm-hmm. tasted alright. Um, as far up. as the insides go. Yeah, like the guts. The guts and stuff. Well, when we don't they. don't eat those. When they found her. She had a bag of them just sitting in the passenger seat with her in the car. And I'll get into all of that later. But I'm just, like, (laughs) it's hard to piece together the story and piece together the body in sequential order. It doesn't happen that way. So, uh, (laughs) now, I said that it had been a three-day gap between the murder and when she got caught. During those three days, um, her neighbors, her neighbors... Heard the dishwasher or the the um, garbage disposal going nonstop for three days. <laughs> I wish you could have seen Lillian's face slowly just droop uh, as I finish that sentence. Well, it's like, like oh, I no. can think of a lot of ways to dispose of a 
a body and that the garbage disposal that's not one of them mm-hmm. i mean you're in california the ocean ain't that far bitch just put it in the sea yep seagulls that eat them guts up yep mm-hmm. lickety split mm-hmm. you wouldn't you don't even have to hide them you mm-hmm. just scatter them on the beach and say eat up well, bitches. so all the fishes too they're just getting they in love there that shit. you don't have to go out far yeah. if you've dismembered and fried you can toss <laughs> yes you can and running the yes, disposal is loud now was when like... <laughs> when they found the body oh. um they didn't say exactly how much he weighed versus how much was found was found but it was it was an eighty to a hundred pound difference. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, yes. So that's a lot of. That's a lot of. That's a lot of bills. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of bill. Um, Ooh, that is unaccounted see. for. Now she doesn't remember I eating wonder, them, I eating him. If but that'd give you diarrhea. I feel like it would. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't, but you know, I, I'm. Not really one to speak on that. Look, I'm going to tell you... Stupid. Stupid. Did she say why she ate him? No, she didn't. No, she she never... She 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 doesn't remember actually eating him, but all the evidence is there that she did. But she just said they were the best ribs she ever had. Oh, yeah, she did say that part. I meant with with the Thanksgiving dinner. No, she doesn't say why she ate him. Ever. I mean, I get it, like, maybe mm-hmm. trying to get rid of... No, I can think of a lot better ways. There's a lot better ways to get rid of evidence, yeah. So, I just think she's pissed. So, three days later... Yeah. This is, like, November 30th, November 31st, somewhere around there. Um, she... And it's so weird that, that almost nine times out of ten, every story that I looked into her on this, it starts at this point. They start the story right here. They don't say much of anything behind this. I was like, there's so much more to this story. Anyways, they start with the fact that she knocked on this guy's door. It was her ex-boyfriend. And she knocked on his door at like 9 o'clock in the morning. And he's not awake. And so he doesn't answer. He's like, whatever. He goes back to sleep. And then she knocks again like four hours later. He opens up the door and she's frantic. She's freaking the fuck out. She's covered in blood. She's, she's got a lot of signs of like um some violent attack she has cuts and bruises and things all over her body i even saw like some cuts on her leg which later on i thought it was really weird that one of the investigators said that she showed clear signs of having having dismembered a body that the cuts and bruises on her body yes were and here's why so I don't know if you've ever cut up a whole chicken. No. Okay. A fresh whole chicken that yeah. someone has just murdered, because I can't do it personally. Yeah. Well, dead stuff, uh, the chicken you don't get at the store is full of blood and guts. Okay. Well, it makes everything very slippery. Okay. And as you got a knife and you're cutting things, you slip, you cut yourself. Oh. Moving stuff, you bruise yourself, especially oh. if it's a big giant man. And she's trying to wrangle him and yeah. get him into different positions. And they can tell what kind of wounds people have from like dismembering bodies because it's happened so many times. That's interesting. I thought he was just pulling this one out of his asshole. No, it's true. That's interesting. It is yes, it's very interesting. But yeah, um, yeah, she she definitely looked like she had been worked up for quite some time. And she was all bug-eyed. And she kind of, like, told I mean, him this narrative. she was going ham on that corpse. She was. 
She was. Three days, and then all of a sudden, it, it stopped. Um, or dishwasher disposal. Or dishwasher disposal. Oh, my goodness. Garbage disposal stopped after three days. Like, she broke it. She said yeah. They said that it just stopped all of a sudden. So, I'm assuming that... She it broke, crammed too many she freaked out, and then... And then she goes to her boyfriends to be like, I was, he beat me and attacked me. And right, an well, accident. the thing is, is like, why did she run to her ex-boyfriend, who she had abused beforehand, too? She didn't, like, I don't know if he, I don't think he was one of these rich guys, but she had definitely, like, she had been physical with him. She had been somewhat violent with him. Because... And they didn't have a very long relationship. Because, like, her only currency is how much she can make men do for her because mm-hmm. that's her survival mechanism yeah and so she went to somebody who i guarantee she'd been in contact with recently okay let me tell you something men don't do this to yourselves yeah don't go back with the crazy bitches just let them alone let them alone well he did he did um well, she was he... terrifyingly covered in blood well, she he opened the door because he didn't recognize... All he saw was the car outside, the red Corvette. Right. And he didn't recognize the car. Um, so, at first, he didn't open the door whenever he saw it. But whenever he saw it again, he was like, okay, fine. What does this person want? And so, he opened up the door and saw that it was her. And then she gives him this narrative, like, this guy raped me and abused me and was going to kill me. So, I had to kill him. And now I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And, and he's like... He said... <laughs> he said, "Sure, no problem. Just sit right there, and I'll go get my stuff." Look at you, towel. Perhaps he he ran. Yeah, he ran to the payphone up the street. Oh damn! And this is before cell phones, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and he called the cops. Was this like around ninety five? Ninety one. Ninety one. And, uh, yeah, the cops came. Like, she was literally sitting on his sofa. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, and the cops came in, and she was like, oh. Like, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, yeah, when they confiscated her stuff, she had a bag of human insides, uh, in her, like, in her passenger seat. And there was two detectives that were looking at it, and one of them was like, dude, do you see those lungs? Oh, it was lungs. It was lungs and some innards. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, you see those black spots on those lungs? Did Bill have cancer? He was a smoker. He was a smoker. He was like, those are evidence of cigarette smoke. Remember how I told you you were talking about cigarettes? And I was oh, like... Oh, it's all coming full mm-hmm. circle. This is the first time that the, that the police could definitely identify for certain that this was a human being. Because it because had Because cats don't smoke. Cats don't smoke. Monkeys do sometimes, but only because we train them to. Yeah, and that's terrible. But, yeah, they 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 knew for sh- for certain at that point that this was a human body. That I'm going to be honest. With. I'm going to be honest. I've seen guts of various things for various reasons, including some human guts. And I'm going to tell you, it ain't that hard to figure out as a human. No, human but thing. they have to, as police officers. Oh, I know. They have to have... Well, look at Richard Chase's. They stopped him, and they held him for a minute until they could verify that the liver was a cow's liver and not, like, a person's liver. Though a cow's liver is much larger. Right. I know it's a formality type of thing. They can't just go, trust me. Like, they have to... And that's good. Yeah. They have to, you know, have evidence. I just think that somebody was being a little precious when they were like, it could tell because it had... Well, I I thought it was kind of... It is cool. I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was interesting because of, you know, the fact that that's not something we as normal people think about. You know, we don't think to look... Oh, those are lungs? 
let me see if they have any damage. You know, we, I don't know. I wouldn't think that. I would, um, I would like to look at them. I would definitely look at them. That's They're for like, sure. Oh, look at them lungs. Yeah. She had, she had all kinds of body parts in her fridge and yeah. then, um, tons of bags with the garbage bags of body parts strung throughout her house. Girl, and, that's nasty. Yeah. And so it wasn't until they found the hand and the deep fryer on the front stove that they were actually was able to... Was it still to, cooking or was she just letting it be in there? I think I think it had done cooking or she, she probably turned it off when the dish or the garbage was supposed, disposal. Yeah, she was in the middle of like cooking up some shit. Yeah, she was freaking out and so she ran. So I'm assuming she just turned it off. Why, why are all the cannibal burgers so fucking gross? I know. Can't anybody be cool about this? Well, and the thing is, is like... Leonardo was the only one who was cool about it and made yeah. it into cakes and didn't make a big yeah, fucking mess. Yeah, she cleaned. Yeah. She cleaned. Yeah. Good job, girl. This girl, like, she cleaned up after herself for the most part, but like... She didn't, like, I guess she just didn't know where to put it all. She didn't know what to do with the body, but... The bed, like the mattress, like when they searched her room, they flipped the bed over and the mattress on the underside it's just gross. was just covered in blood. Like she had just yeah. flipped the mattress and then made her bed See, on top she of it. Three that days, bitch could have gotten out of town. That smells so bad. And you know, a lot of people don't know this, but a body starts stinking literally minutes after death. Yeah. Can you imagine days? Yeah. Ugh. But this is like 1991. Gross. Everything is paper trail. Nothing's electronic. Like she's from Egypt. She could have just walked down the street, and nobody would have known it was her. Uh -huh. They had barely been married, at all. Just go back to Egypt, and blue get lost. Just go fuck off. Go to Mexico. Anywhere. Don't stay with the body, and don't go to your ex boyfriend. And don't who eat you it. Around. And don't eat it. And don't eat it. <laughs> Don't not eat for eating. No, it's for fishies to eat. Look, I'm not saying I could get away with murder. I'm saying I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So they get her to the police station. They start interrogating her. She's, at first, she tries to tell them that her husband's alive. She's like, what are you talking about? He's just on a business trip. Mm -hmm. He's in Florida. Not dead. They're like, who was that in yeah. your passenger seat? She's like, oh, that. I really think he killed someone. He definitely probably killed someone because I found that in the car and I was like, oh my goodness, my husband murdered someone. Uh, that's not believable at mm -mm, all. Mm -mm. And it didn't take long for her to come out and say pretty not much right. everything that I, she had done. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, parts of her interrogation, she was saying that, you know, like, speaking from the other, like, third person, you know, saying she murdered somebody, she did this, that kind of yeah. thing. And we'll never know if that's, like, her trying to get the insanity defense or if she really right. was, like, splitting and, like, um, right. you know, slipping into an altar. We'll never know that. Right. But, yeah, um, it... Is she still in jail? I would assume so. She is. I've, I've seen around everywhere it says that she got life uh, in prison in this women's correctional uh, facility. But the main part of... I mean, because obviously she killed him. That was, you know, that wasn't really a question. The main reason, or the main thing that they were trying to get out of the trial was if it was first degree or second degree murder. And yeah. it was almost a 50-50 split. They really. I'm going with second degree. It was second fine. degree. It was definitely second degree. It was not well planned out, obviously. 
No. Obviously, this wasn't well planned out. I mean, Obviously, the abuse of a... the corpse afterwards mm-hmm. shouldn't weigh in on the decision of whether it was first or second degree, no matter how heinous and or disgusting. Right. Right. Oh. Yep. But, yeah, it, uh, she, it was very split, and then she was finally uh, convicted of second degree murder in 1993. She was de- sentenced to 27 years to life in prison. She has, over time, had several um, uh, parole hearings. Yeah, and yeah. All been like, no, yeah, and like, no, no, Look, no. Look, you hate a guy. But... She will be able to seek parole again in 2026, and it's rumored that she will probably be let out in 2026, which she will be in her later 50s, so she still has her whole life ahead of her. I would not hang out with her. I would. She almost bit a lady's titty off. I wouldn't want to make her mad. I wouldn't want to be best friends with her. I wouldn't... I'm not going to hang out with... I, I'm really good at making people mad real fast. Yeah, I just... I want to hear things from her point of view because she like has hear, had... Look, I would, in an interview type environment where someone in the room has a gun and it's not her... Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, we, we talked about this over dinner tonight because um, I, I like daydreamed a little bit out loud about what it would be like to be like a criminal psychologist and get to go talk to all these people and like get to There's know a really their good, brain uh, documentary on that and i'll send it i to you. would if i had a million billion dollars and my whole life was paid for i would become a criminal psychologist as well as like um uh Oh, there's a word I'm missing right now because I'm forensic sleepy. Psychologist? Forensic psychologist. I couldn't go. think of the word forensic. But I would love to just you know dive what, into what, their minds. What I would do if I had a million billion dollars? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'd do nothing for two years. See, y'all don't understand. I do a lot of things every day. I probably work, what, how much do you think I work? It's 99.8% of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really sleep, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Straight up fucking eat Cheetos and, like, play Elder Scrolls online. That's what I think I would do. I don't even want to learn any more things. So I admire that you want to learn stuff, because mm-hmm. at this point in my life, I just want to know nothing and do nothing. I'm, I'm very so tired. fascinated by so many things. I've come to a different place with true crime. And not because of this podcast. This happened shortly before we started doing this podcast. I used to want to know why often. Like, what the? why the fuck did you do that? And then it just the answer came to me that everything's fucked because the, the society's fucked. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason. Yeah, I don't like blaming the mentally ill. Uh, I don't think it's their fault. I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just mental illness. I think... I think it is. I think it is a constant changing variable, variable between mental illness, between uh, violent upbringing, between um, just absolute situations, and then like media and and I'm not saying like oh he played Grand Theft Auto and now he's gonna kill prostitutes. That's stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's the it's the hate, pervasive hatred of women because most crime is perpetrated against women. Mm-hmm. By men. And hey, I didn't make up those statistics. 
they are there. You can go. They go, are there. Go forth and Google. And it's Be and it's horrified. an astronomical amount. Yes. Like I remember before we got into this, I saw, like just one of those like quick real videos of um, like a little infographic thing. Yeah, just something yeah. really quick that had you know just a bunch of statistics that I found really interesting. And of course, I'm not going to remember numbers off the top of my head, but it was something un unfathomable, like uh-huh. like a number I can't even imagine. Um, and it was like, you know, the top whatever countries of serial killers, like in order. Oh, we're first. And we're, of course we're first. S- like second was Australia. I Not think. a surprise. Third was. They're like a British Texas. I was going to say third was like Great Britain, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something to the effect of like, so Australia at, at number second, ha- uh, number two, uh, had. Something like a couple thousand. We have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of serial killers. Yeah. Multiple murderers. Uh-huh. Well, look at look at how our... Um, hey, you know I'm not going to shit on any podcasts other than ours, but they exist. And they do the thing where they get all fluttery about serial killers and that kind of environment. Of course you're going to have fucking more. We're taking the shame out of it. We're, we're saying it's hot for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like that fucking... Okay. How like many... that show You? Have you watched that piece of shit fuck show? No. I started it and I... Didn't it's infuriating. It, yeah. Number one, it's pretentious as fuck. Who has these names? No one does. No one has a name like that. Guinevere Beck. Oh, fuck off. And then number two... I love the name Guinevere. Guinevere's pretty, but it's the... Guinevere Beck. It just says... Beep, 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 beep. And, but everybody has one of those punchy, snappy names. And if you're going to have a punchy, snappy name and you're a writer, you get one. You don't get 20. You can't then have her best friend be named Peach. It's weird now. Now we're not on Earth anymore. I don't know what's happening. What's going on is a fairy tale. Know. Look at the names of people in Eureka. That don't count. Eureka is not the world. It is a weird little world. It's weird. <laughs> I come from Tulsa and that shit did not occur. But, you know, it's like, and everyone says Joe is so hot and everything, and I'm like, he is a misogynist, stalker, psycho murderer. And that's not sexy. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy and upsetting. That whole show is mm-hmm. just glorifying that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, barf, I say. Right. Barf. But we're still gonna, we're still gonna poke at stuff and armchair stuff, because... Because well, I like to figure out humans and yeah. think about the world around me. Precisely. And, you know... What else are we going to do? My mom always says that, like, it's not gossiping if we're just talking about people because we're humans. We're the only creatures that talk. So why not do it? You know? Well, I'm going to be honest. I like to own my toxic traits, as they call them. I love talking shit. Man, there's nothing better than talking shit and having a cup of coffee and a cigarette, which I still want very much, by the way. Mm. And it's not talking shit all the time. I just think, I don't know, we're always going to find it morbidly interesting and there's no way. I just find things not. really fascinating and I really like to tie everything together. That's I nice. like to yeah. put the pieces together like it's a big puzzle. 
I and like how you've been doing your research lately where you get a lot of the background and you can see where it leads up to it. Kind of like right. a movie. It's very right. nice in a narrative I really way. F- I enjoy it. Thank you. I, I really felt like this movie could have been a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's real gross, like, yeah. It's really, mo- it's really gross. It's really fucking um, bloody and gory and it's out there. Um, it's very nitty gritty and it's got a badass fucking Egyptian murderer as the lead character, you know? Um, yeah, and I don't... I'm not saying that murderers yeah. are badass. I'm just saying that this woman looks like a fucking action movie star. And that's cool. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I know that what she did was wrong, but, like, I feel for her. Her narrative is more interesting than my pee-pee won't get hard, so I eat babies. Yes. <laughs> God, that's terrible, but yes. Yes. Her narrative is one It's just of... more interesting. It's more, it has more depth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than... Oh, that whole thing makes me so angry I could explode. Right. But instead of exploding, we're going to go do things like eat second dinner. Not, it's not second breakfast. It's where no. you take your evening medicine... You know. It's almost two o'clock in the morning, and yeah. so it's second dinner. At second, I'm gonna eat some leftovers, or I'm high out of my mind, and I'm gonna watch some kind of bacon show. There you go. So I can't I can't talk about murder, and then go watch like a true crime documentary. I can't. I need like really. Oh, I can. Nope. Got to cleanse the it's, palate. It's my whole entire life. Well, and you know, Maris is in bed with me, and we watch TV together, right. and he absolutely cannot watch true crime before bed. Mm-mm. Or at all. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're, we're going to go go to sleep now. Yeah. Well, we're not. We're going to try. Yeah. It's not going to go well. So wish us luck. <laughs> so I'm going to say goodnight. Yes. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here. And yeah. we'll see you soon. And I love you. We love you. I said it more sincerely that time. Made it creepier yeah. somehow. No, we really do love you guys. Oh, no, we do. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I like to tell people I love them. I do too. Yeah. It's nice. It's 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 a nice, yeah. like a breath mint after a really garlicky dinner or something. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was rough. Yep. That was very gross. It was a really rough case to yeah. cover, uh, especially because of my empathy for her, but yeah. also all it's of that. it's gross. It's fucking gross. Nasty. It puts it's the nasty. guts in the bag. Come it on. It puts the guts in the bag. Don't do it. That's stemkey. Look, if you have a dead body, just get rid of it. Or get rid of yourself. Like, if you've killed your husband or boyfriend, they're going to, bitch, they're going to know it's yeah, you. Yeah, they're going to see the crime scene. Just leave him there and run the fuck away. Just, you're going to go and and do whatever you can and get to some weird place in Mexico and you're just going to get plastic surgery yep. and change your name. Speaking of which, oh, um, they are there. there are a lot of plastic surgeons... Um, working on, and and they have set in place um, the skill sets to reconstruct the mutilations. So that's another drive. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that's another drive for uh, repairing humanity at the current moment is that there are reversal surgeries, and obviously they can't make up for all of the nerve endings that are lost, yes. but... At least they, they can, can at make least, it not excruciating. They can at least save a life because... The women and children dying in oh, childbirth. Sepsis and childbirth. And se- I can't uh, yes, even fucking imagine. Yes, I can't. Yeah. No. So 
hug a woman if you see but a with woman consent consensually hug her and thank her for being alive and putting up with all this putting shit putting up with everything that we have to yeah <laughs> i'm gonna hug myself damn <laughs> yes it's rough out there extra hugs for the brown and black women that have to make it through mm-hmm. society and extra because... hugs for the trans ladies oh they yes get a lot of shit yes yes so hug all the ladies but ask ask first Definitely don't ask. be a weirdo yeah. about it also hand hug oh that's really cute <laughs> Yeah, air hugs. Air hugs. Yep, air hugs to everybody that I cannot physically hug right now because of COVID. And only, hey, only if you you want the air hug. Consensual air hugs as well. Well, you know what? Some people on the internet go, hugs, Lillian, and I don't, I'm like, "Mm, nah, nah. But I'd hug you, listener. Yeah. I'd hug you real good. Because life's been hard, and you know what? I've had a rough go of it. Yeah, and it's almost Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving, because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, and we will have our... I'm making you a caramel apple pie. (laughs) It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you eat sweet potato pie if you don't believe in it, Mm -hmm. but you will soon. And then we are going to be back here talking about uh, indigenous people, especially indigenous women, and what they're going through. Uh, we're going to have a special episode on that because it's important. It's important. And it is really true and very criminal. Er- therefore, it is true crime and it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. So we're going to spend at least... It's an a- epidemic. Yeah. And we're going to spend at least two to three episodes talking about that. Or at least having an air about that. So. Well, I'm going to talk about it and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole episode and I'm going to highlight at least five cases... And so I'm researching right now to get the most accurate and current information on that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll uh, we'll see about having one of those episodes every month or so. That's kind of what I would like to do. Okay. Yeah. It's important. All right. Well, we already said that we loved you and stuff, so I'm going to oh, go yeah. now. Bye-bye. Bye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.